Tom Gerhardt and Dan Provost are the guys behind Studio Neat. On this show, we discuss entrepreneurship, product design, and all of the ups and downs that come with running a small business. I'm Mike Hurley, and this is Thoroughly Considered. If there's one thing I know, it's the power of orange. You Dutch all of a sudden? <laughs> yes, that's yeah, it. How do you know that? <laughs> the pen addict. Ah. So, like, the pen addict has been primarily orange branded, right, F- for basically the majority of the time. And Brad is very into orange, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff that he has done and that we have done kind of pen-wise has been orange. And we both love orange pens, me and Brad, and orange pens have always sold pretty well for him with the stuff that he's done. And mm-hmm. so when you guys showed me the orange and silver um, Mark One limited edition, I think what I told you was do more than 300. I, I, that's uh-huh. how I remember it going down. And you were like, yeah. I don't know. And then what happened? Well, uh, you we were sold, right, Mike. You sold more than that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what did we... Yeah, it was kind of a... It was a strange one. So we launched with 300. And our previous edition, which was... Uh, like the green and brass kind of Christmas edition. Uh, that was 300. And I think that took us like 10 or 11 hours to sell okay. through that. So that felt like kind of the right number. Um, so we launched with 300 and right those sold, you know, in an hour or so. And so we were like, oh, shoot, let's uh, like quickly bump this up to 500. We did that, and and then it took it was like two and a half hours total to sell all five hundred, and we were like, "Wow, that was awesome!" And you know, we just kind of left it there. And then the following morning, uh, or it might have been that evening actually, that that yeah, evening our time. Yeah, I got some tweets and emails from some angry Australians that were like, uh, I was asleep while this was on mm-hmm. sale. Like I did not even have a chance to, uh, to purchase this. And we were like, Oh yeah, that, um, that doesn't seem very fair. Does it? So we then put it back on sale this time for, uh, like a time window, 24 hours. And this is something that we had considered, doing just as the way to launch it and i think this whole incident uh convinced us that moving forward i think these like time windows are going to be the better way to go and they're you know kind of fair mm-hmm. for everyone to, to get a chance to get one and i i think why we did uh quantities the first few time is the idea is we just we kind of make them in advance yeah. and then be able to ship them faster but we became a little more comfortable and our customers don't seem to mind if it is like a six week lead time or something that's fine and then this way we don't have to know the quantity in advance we can do the sale see how many we have to make and then make them and it's all good so there's I a think big that's... like there is a big difference like there's a lot of difference i should say between immediate and two years right and right, I, right. what i'm saying yeah. is like i know why like you've done kickstarter which is like pre-order basically uh-huh, and then uh-huh. you've done the in stock but there is this like much shorter pre-order window that you're able to do mm. right right you have yeah. the parts because you know you, you i know that you know how many parts you have all you have to do is go and get them coated, right? And then assemble exactly. and send. So yeah. that's the difference yeah. where like, yeah. rather than you saying, hey, how many of you want one of these? And then you have to go and get all the pen bodies made. And that takes right, a long right. time. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 We wouldn't. Yeah. If it was like, a, you know, months and months, we wouldn't do it this way at all. But yeah, I think, and I'm, you know, and I'm glad we put, I think we put six weeks because it's going to take that long because it's so many pins. Uh, yeah. But, huh. you know, typically it wouldn't necessarily take that long. But so, yeah, so that's good. I think, I mean, I, 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 we both really, because originally when we did the first limited edition, we like numbered the packaging. Um, <laughs> and that we decided was just too much of a pain. And so we dropped that, and I think we were still just kind of fixated in our head that, that like, a nice round number of, like, 300 and watching that number count down was, like, really cool. 
But I think the time, like Dan said, is like way more fair. Just because it it is tricky. If things are going to sell out quickly, it's like not a. I don't want to make people like stay up or something, <laughs> you know. Or like it's just like, so. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll probably keep doing a timed launch unless we have some situation where if we did some special edition that required us to make the parts in advance because we knew they were going to take a long time because they're like different parts or something, then I think we would go back to like a quantity. But we'll see. I mean, we have we have basically now we have both uh, templates we can just like turn on for the website. So oh, <laughs> yeah, cool. we could do either one. Yeah. So it was we'll this see. one was funny because uh, I'm in a. A, a discord about keyboards and uh-huh. there were people in that discord complaining about the fact that it sold out and i just uh-huh. i didn't say anything but i just found it funny right <laughs> they were like oh this you know like I, I don't know if these people know i know you uh-huh. right like i don't i just don't uh-huh. know nobody yeah. mentioned anything to me like but there was like a conversation about like oh my god look at this orange and it was like oh it's all sold out and then like i didn't even get i wasn't even awake like it was that whole thing (laughs) and then also how happy everybody was when it was then put back up again because they could buy it so Oh, good. Got a couple of happy customers in a keyboard good, Discord. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Which is what everyone wants, really. It's just, yeah. just the real goal I mean, to aim The for. keyboard discount or Discord. <laughs> yeah, I. it's funny. Uh, but, yeah, I think going forward will be cool. But I think the, <clears throat> the, the thing that's hard to know is, like, is it orange? Like, is it orange? Or is it, we've never done, like, a bright color? I mean, I think it's, it's going to be... I think it's orange. orange. (laughs) But to be fair, I think if you would have done that blue, like the blue one, I think like this, you probably also would have sold more. Uh Um, You know, the the green one is nice, but like for me in ranking goes orange, blue, green. Uh But like, you know, I I think that there will be certain colors that you're going to hit on where it's a success. The problem is trying to work out what that is how do you know yeah because then know? there you know there is also this this possible thing where maybe you would only sell some 300 of some of the colors if you are only offering 300 of them yeah yeah you no know? it's all it's all just a guess at the end of the day yeah but now we know more yeah so but i think it's it's interesting to to watch you go down this route, right? Because mm-hmm. my expectation is you are selling way more Mark Ones this way than you would otherwise in that same sure. period of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, certainly in that time frame. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a nice, bu- it's like a really nice bump. And it's fun. I mean, honestly, it's like a fun. It's so, and I think we've talked about this, but it's so nice to have a design challenge that's like bounded, or like a product that's bounded, where you're just like. We can make this color decision. It's not that difficult of a decision to make, and then it's done. But it's like we're not like living with it for like two years or something. So mm-hmm. that is nice to be able to have those kind of quick like decisions that we don't like have to maintain for eternity. So are there any colors that you expect you'll sit on because you might want to make them permanent colors one day? Because uh, that's the thing, we, right? You you don't want to do too many of these because then you're going to yeah. run out of like. If you ever <laughs> well, decided we you wanted to out. offer a few colors, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a we, there's a variant of the Mark One we've discussed that we've talked about adding to the lineup permanently. Uh, so that is one where I won't reveal what it is, but that it would certainly work as a special edition, but I think it would be better to be like a permanent edition. Yes. Translucent so, uh, blue plastic. Right, Ooh, translucent blue. <laughs> uh, the, the thing is we are very gun shy of adding more skews um, yeah. because it's just so complex, especially <clears throat> like we, I mean, a part of me wants to just drop white altogether for the reason of, it makes it simpler, but it's so nice. So we won't do that. But, you know, I, I would, it would have to be something really amazing to just like add, especially like a right. random color or something. It would, I don't really see how I could ever be convinced to do that. Yeah, um, it's complex, right? Because, yeah, it just adds. How yeah. many places do you ship from? Is it two? Two, but right then now, you, yeah. if, if there's different knock colors, it just yeah. keeps going and going the mm-hmm. complexity. So, <clears throat> So yeah, it's not it's and I think it's better to just be constrained in the choice and then 
you know, we can have excitement with special editions and stuff. So I think that's good. And especially if you start going down that road of like, okay, the Mark I has like, let's just say it's a red. Then people are going to like, well, I want a red Mark II. You know, and it's like, it just snowballs to start going down that road of, of colorways. And so I think it's better to just be really firm with like, you know, simple mm. black and white or, you know, so. And maybe like, right I, I don't know if you guys think of this, but maybe there's like a thing where more companies do like what I'm doing with you, where it's like, mm-hmm. there will be another color, but it's sold through someone else. And then from your right. perspective. Yeah. So that, yeah. yeah. You know. So that's totally an option. It's just yeah. like, yeah. And, and you know, what could happen if, let's say uh, we were with this company and they were doing like a forest green and mm-hmm. that was really nice. If we were always making those forest greens, but their logo was on it, maybe we would make forest green without their logo on it and sell it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe there's a scenario, but I, I don't know, probably not is my guess. So. Mm-hmm. Right, because I guess you would do, because like well, what I'm doing with you, I'm reselling it, right? But yeah. mm-hmm. I assume that you, because I know you've done this with other products in the past, a company will come to you and they're like, we want to order X amount of these to give to our employees or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which is like a whole mm-hmm. other thing too. And But yeah, yeah. And, and in that scenario, then if you already got all that color worked out, you'd be like, okay, we're going to do this, but we're also going to sell this color because... Yeah. 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 Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to see you really going into the limited edition world it feels like it is a mm-hmm. place that people enjoy like there's a, a another pen company like i just bought one recently uh it's called tactile turn is the name mm-hmm. of the company oh, yeah, they do sure a bunch yeah. mm-hmm. like they yeah. now do like a you know almost field notes kind of thing where it's like we have seasonal releases like uh-huh. releases we do x amount a year and i think they're doing a pretty good job with it too um and it doesn't seem like you have at least publicly, like settled on that yet, but maybe that mm-hmm. is a future thing. Yeah, we haven't like branded that, but I, you know, in our heads, we want to do it a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we would necessarily, we could maybe brand it, but I don't know if we would ever be like, you know, once a quarter expected on this date, you know, because then there's just like a lot of pressure. But, yeah. um, but yeah, it feels like a nice thing to do, and I think. Yeah, and they they get pretty elaborate with it in terms yeah. of just like the branding around it and everything. It's so like they, I don't it's know a whole story, right? Yeah, a whole story, and and in some ways that's not really our style. Like I don't know if we would. I don't know. I guess we've done that. I guess we did that with the Apollo edition. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I guess yeah, maybe the Apollo was like the start of this kind of kind of thing for sure yeah that's right mm-hmm. it's like for sure we can do this and maybe there will be colors in the future that, that or like that you come across which have different a difference to them it's just intriguing right that the apollo one was what it was because it was also a whole basically a whole different pen but just looks the same yeah. right because you yeah. used all different materials and everything yeah mm-hmm. yeah no that was a whole thing and a big old process and that's that's, <laughs> but I that's can like see. a different thing we definitely like in our <clears throat> in our minds like we would do something that's more ambitious like that again like change completely the material of the body or you know like we're not opposed to doing that mm. um, and in that case it might be more of a Kickstarter thing or more of a longer term you know who knows but we're definitely kind of open to doing things that are a little bit more ambitious than are involved than just a, you know a color change so we'll would see. you ever I mean, like. Because obviously you've got color changes, material changes. Would you ever change physical attributes for a mm, like? Would you do like you a faceted like a, Mark One or uh, something like that? Could you ever imagine doing something mm, like that? I don't think so because the time involved would be it's not worth it. I mean, maybe if it was like a Kickstarter and we yeah no, but I feel like I think the reason is I think if we made a physical change like that to me it feels like in the realm of usability and if we were going to make a usability change we would make it because it's the right change to make and then we would just change it everywhere you know what i mean let's for instance let's say we said oh we're going to put a flat on the side of the mark one so it doesn't roll right i don't think we would do an addition with a or like let's say with a clip right Mm mm-hmm because I think we would say, well, if we're going to do a clip, everyone should have a clip. Like, it's kind of like we want to be opinionated about what the product is yeah. instead of having like a million versions. Yeah. So I think it wouldn't be a limited edition. It would just be like straight up a new product or something. Yeah. And 
Mach 1.5. I, I, I could yeah. see... Uh, I could see, uh, just to counter that, uh, once we get the Mark II uh, kind of up and running fully and it becomes available to start doing uh, limited editions with that one, I could see us down the road offering a clipless version, which is more certainly more work than just seracoding the body but not as much work as like adding facets you know or uh or adding a clip to the mark one which as it stands now is not really possible yeah, unless it's that's like, externally. Actually not true though because for us to be able to make those parts we would have to do a run of like three thousand pins to make to make it worth it probably and so it's like we might as well we would just have that as another skew for forever yeah, I mean, you know it becomes I mean? the question yeah if it just becomes a variant you don't think we could like lump that in with a large order of it's like here's the mark and mark two order and some of them are like designed to be clipless i suppose i suppose we could but my guess would be that if we decided to do that and we had conviction with that idea we would just make it another skew you know yeah 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 my guess Mark II clipless. Yeah, clipless. that's what I want. Or it's just like, it's just the Mark II with a tiny hole in the cap. Yeah. Or we could like we could. I mean, we could we could theoretically we could theoretically like Cerakote it red and make a plug for it or something that's yeah. red. <laughs> just a That'd little. Be really funny. You could have a Actually, tiny a, a teeny tiny logo on that little piece. <laughs> well, we're really kind of designing on air here. But what if I, I, this is actually a question? What if the thing? Let's say it's a clip. It's like the same. It's like the clip just comes out for like a millimeter or half a millimeter. So it's like a little nubbin that sticks out. A roll stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a roll stop, but it's like a flat little like line kind of. Yeah, I don't know. There's huge problems associated with that, but um, yeah. Anyways, I just want a. I just want a bullet. You just don't like the clip. It's smooth. I mean, like I like the clip, but I don't personally need the clip and so Same. yeah i would uh if we offered both versions i would buy the clipless version probably i think i would too yeah but the clip i mean i've been carrying this thing around in my pocket for months now and uh it's not like the clip gets in the way of anything sure. or, or is a problem in any way uh so i don't know so talking about clips, what do you guys think about those new Apple computers? Yep, that's a very natural transition. Um, I am intrigued. I am intrigued as my most designy friends. Uh, what you think of the design of the Mac Studio? I uh, I feel the kind of the same way about it as I felt when the Mac Pro was launched which is like a little bit happy that it's a little bit homely (laughs) like (laughs) it's like oh cool like i'm glad they're doing the right thing here and putting like a big fan in it and making it and putting ports on the front and all these things like it makes me happy that that's what they're privileging uh but i yeah i think there's no doubt that it's just like a box that is not that interesting looking, yeah. uh, but that's fine. I think it's funny. It's like such an Apple. Um, it's such an Apple object because the things that are interesting about it are like what an industrial designer would like about it. It's like, Oh, you drilled all these holes and you, you know, it's like very industrial, right? It's like a, that's the thing that people like about it. I, the only criticism I have, or not criticism, but just like thing that sticks on me is on the front, the ports, like the SD card slot and the USB-C slots. It's like, that's, should, it's like, make it a face or not, guys. (laughs) Right. It's like, it's like, are you making a robot face or not? Because you need to do it or not. And it's like, to me, it's somehow like a a broken robot face or like a smushed robot face. And it's like, we're not all going to pretend that humans don't ascribe faces to everything. I mean, Mm -hmm. how many people are going to draw with a Sharpie 
a smiley face under those two USB-C slots. Like, so what you're saying is you want the, the, the SD card to be underneath the USB uh, ports, Well, right? I'm almost certain that would make a lot of problems because the way that like logic chips, like those boards are laid out is uh -huh. like, it's laid out like that because that's that's the circuit board is right the PCB is right there and they can't do anything about it and so there's might maybe not a solution and maybe this is the best solution but it's just that's the thing where it's like is this a robot I, face or not I think like, uh, I think if it had three USB C ports on the front instead of it two yeah. you wouldn't yeah you wouldn't, wouldn't even see think a face of it, would anymore you? Yeah. yeah or no. if they just put some other thing on the you know like. Yeah. Maybe if they put, you know, like they got the little LED indicator. Like maybe if that was over on the same side, you on know, the same side. Too, it would. Yeah. Also, it looks you, you like know? a. I mean, it's like a robot face. It's like, <laughs> it, it's like especially that slot. Like it looks like a mouth. Like just center it or so. Like it's just like it's so on the like uncanny valley edge that that's the only thing to kind of grab onto in my mind from like a design point of view. It is funny. I like it. It is funny. <laughs> it's just so interesting to me, really, that the design of this computer is just, it, it's kind of fascinating to me in a way, because mm. it's like, did we all decide that, like, the Mac Mini design was, like, perfect? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, they, yeah. or they, you know, really, they, they, they grew that design, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, an, it's just it, interesting to me. Like, it took me... Yeah. It took me like a day, you know, like they announced it and I was focused on it, talking about it. And I was kind of like looking at it later on, like in the evening after the announcement, I was like, I don't like the way this thing looks. Like, <laughs> But it, like I hadn't really considered it until that point, you know, because there yeah. was just so much going on on the inside. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a fan. But I appreciate that they, I appreciate what they've done with it at least, you know, like just yeah. what's inside of the thing. Yeah, I'm really uncomfortable with all of the product shots that show it underneath the studio display. I think it's way too tall to put under there. Like, it looks uncomfortably cramped when you nestle it under the display. Like, if I had one, I would either attempt to, like, mount it to the underside of my desk or have it, like, off to the side. I wouldn't put it underneath the display I think it's too tall for that. Yeah, why? Why didn't they just make? It makes it to me. It makes sense for them to have a official Apple US like a USB C like dongled hub, and that is either somehow attaches in a cool way to the monitor or is next to the monitor and is nice. And then yeah, this thing could go on the floor or have a little rack that hangs it under a desk i yeah, mean it's they like, really want it on people's desks like really that's their idea there. right like all the yeah. images are with it the cable that comes with the um i think with the monitor it is is like it's too short like you, you kind of you yeah. have to put whatever ah, computer it is yeah. on the desk you know and the, you know, the, the, the robot front, face the, yeah, yeah the front facing ports are telling yeah. you to have it you know have accessible it within reach which is yeah. great though like i actually yeah. do like that that, it's good, but it. Dan's right. It's awkward under that monitor. I think it's actually awkward, physically awkward. I don't think it just looks awkward. I think it's bad because it's just, it's in your visual field. Uh -huh. Like it, mm -hmm. if you want to reach it, that means it's got to be pretty much like up, like towards the front of the monitor. And it's like just in your visual field. Like what you want is like not that distraction there. And so it's quite a large I, uh, object, I think, to just, yeah. just have on the desk, you know, like, especially when you there. look, look at the keyboards they make. It's like, oh, yeah. here's this <laughs> little thin slab of aluminum. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, here's this huge bucket that oh, we like the mouse where it's like oh there's no way we could have like distinct buttons on the mouse like <laughs> it'd be too 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 tall too in too in the way don't you yeah. dare denigrate the magic mouse i hate the magic mouse <laughs> i yeah. hate the magic we've, mouse we've, we've been over this before there's nothing to hold on to it's just like a slippery <laughs> bar of soap on the desk <laughs> how dare you sir i have no Fuck problem with the charging thing that's what everyone always thinks yeah, you've got a problem yeah, yeah. with it. i don't care about that uh, we should uh, we should steer this into uh, iMac Pro uh, discussion. Mm -hmm. Whereas I don't remember if it was last episode or two episodes ago, but we were talking about a future twenty-seven inch iMac. Or wait, did I say MacBook Pro? I meant to say iMac Pro. No, you said you iMac. You Pro. said iMac. Oh, okay. Uh, 
And I and we have a prediction here. There will be an iMac Pro. It will look just like the new iMac, but bigger screen, screen and a black bezel. The chin will remain. I remember making a comment that I said something to the effect of like, this prediction shouldn't even really count as a prediction because it's so obvious that it's going to happen. <laughs> and Ooh. now in light of uh, this, all this new stuff, it's like, oh man, is there, are we just not going to see a, an iMac Pro or a, you know, a bigger iMac? I think next no, year. No, we're not going to see an iMac Pro. No, I, yeah. I, I think next year. I think in 2023 it will happen. Really? Yeah. But is it going to be a larger iMac or is it going to be an iMac Pro? I don't think I I think if they ever do a bigger iMac it's the iMac Pro. Like I don't think they're just going to make a bigger iMac. Because I, I don't really? think they need to anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like I could so here's what I imagine, right? So, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot. My initial thought was like, well, obviously we're not getting one this year, right? They've they've actually been right, right. uncharacteristically forward with that piece of information. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But in between now and then, there is an expectation for them to release a better studio display. You know, like a mini LED ProMotion version of that display. Mm-hmm. That's then a panel that they make, right? It's very clear at this point that Apple like to spread the love with their panels, you know? Yeah. And I think it would be weird for them to just make that panel and it only ever existed a more expensive, like, pro display. And I do think that ultimately they will have the spread of chips that they may want to have, say, like, the M1 Pro and M1 Max chip inside of a larger iMac. I don't think they're going to put those chips into a smaller iMac. And so if they want to make some kind of all-in-one, they'll go with it. And And I don't think they will make just a big version of the iMac. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. they'll do that. Mm-hmm. I think the iMac's the iMac, and that's that, right? Like, but then they will be like a more, I think they'll make a more powerful one, and they'll call it the iMac Pro. But why did they make the studio thing then? Like, why did they even make it? Flexibility. Uh, because, so I For think what? the Mac, the, okay, so the Mac Pro is going to be astronomically expensive is what I think. Right. Yeah. Um, like really edge case with the idea of genuinely like that they expect that Mac Studio will be able to take the place of the Mac Pro within a number of years. Yeah. Like I expect that the, the next Mac Pro, they won't redesign the case at all. Like no. it will look no. like what we have now. And for so sure. they'll find a way uh, to... I was hoping for an even taller Mac Studio. Just like like two Mac, Mac Studios on top of each other. No, yeah, just like make it even taller. So here's my thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they keep going. All right, so here's my thinking. Yeah, oh, it's like two and a half Mac Studios, right? So like yeah, the Mac Studios, two and a half Mac Minis. Right. My thinking is when they decided to make the Mac Pro that we have now. They knew at that point, I'm sure, the trajectory that they were on, right? For sure, for sure. We're going our own route with this. That Mac Pro is incredibly Mm over-engineered. I cannot imagine they would have spent that amount of time and money on a one-time use. No, they're sticking around. It's obvious. It's modular. It's for just keep going for, yeah, workstations. And so my expectation is into the future, their plan would be that, like, that design will even not be around or will not be updated very much. And really, everybody that wants a Mac Pro or like a really powerful Mac... A workstation. A workstation will just get the Mac Studio. Like that's what it's for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I can imagine then that there would potentially be a place for a Pro iMac again, just in the sense of like how there has been for a long time a big iMac but I don't think it's anytime soon. I think it's 2023 at the earliest. But I, I can, I'm starting to come around again to that idea. But I really don't think there will just be a, hey, here's the current iMac, but like a bit bigger. I think it will be, it will be huh. like a, honestly, kind of like part of what they always want, thought the iMac Pro would be, right, in the first place, which was the professional workstation. Like That's what it was for. It was, there wasn't supposed to be a Mac Pro. It was supposed right. to be that, and that right. was it. Right. I think you'll go back to it. I, uh... I'm leaning towards we're not going to see an iMac Pro ever again. And that uh, that's not to say 
there will never be a 27 inch iMac. Like they might decide to offer a bigger screen or the screen just gets bigger over time. Uh-huh. But I, I mean, I've been an iMac user for a decade, basically, I think 2011 or maybe 2012 was when I first got a 27 inch iMac. And I feel satisfied with the, uh, like the latest offerings like those the studio plus the display or a third party display like satisfy what the iMac Pro or just a souped up iMac I've never had an iMac Pro I've just had like a a pretty well appointed regular iMac um it fills the gap to me with and I do think the modularity advantages are worth it I think the display looks nicer, like without a chin and stuff. Uh, like I'm kind of fully on board, and I think with yeah the direction they're going and now with the existence of the studio, I think like an iMac Pro just doesn't make as much sense anymore. I agree with you. I think it doesn't make as much sense anymore, <laughs> but I could. St- I, I'm still not completely ruling it out. Mm, mm-hmm. I, uh, for me, I think the the bigger tell is like. What does studio mean? Like, yeah, I'm really, I, I'm actually really infused by this branding choice. Yeah, um, yeah, I, no, I was re- studios. That's such a good word good to, to use yeah. for a product <laughs> or company. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's a great. It's, it's very neat. You know, like, I like it a lot. <laughs> um, I, no, I just think like it's a really, it's a really cool way of saying what I actually think they're saying is like. It's for creators. Like a, a, a lot of yeah. tech mm-hmm. companies are mm-hmm. making like creator-focused products, um, and I think this is Apple's like attempt at creating a brand around that. Which I and I like it. I like Studio. I it just it's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm intrigued if other products take on that moniker. Right? I think they should um, mm-hmm. in the way that they've done Pro. But you know, t- just for me, like just genuinely, like I know what you mean about the Pro part. But like if they ever make a bigger iMac, they'll call it the iMac Pro. Like that's just mm-hmm. how I, it, to me like I don't even think it it, it makes a difference uh, what it has in it you know they'll just call it pro because this is what mm-hmm. they do mm-hmm. but we'll yeah see. I mean I could see yeah, I could totally see that I do <clears throat> I do really like that now the display can be decoupled from the computer though like in terms of yeah. just like money right yeah. like yeah I think that's good because you in theory you you can run the displays for two three Forever. times longer really than you long would have time. the computer right yeah like, like oh, yeah. yeah right when this they launched all this stuff I, i'm looking at my 27 inch imac here which is like four and a half years old and whenever i do decide to upgrade which who knows when that'll be probably somewhat soonish it's just like oh I just have to like throw this display away. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, obviously yeah, I'm going to yeah. like sell this computer or p- hand it down or whatever, but it's like, what a waste. <laughs> it's, it's when you, it really bites you the aspect of the computer and the display being coupled together where it's like, this display is basically as good as the $1,600 studio display that they yeah. just released. It's like, I don't, why can't I keep this? But that's, that's not how it works. It, right? like yeah. That that, it, that you would be getting rid of that display and if you got the Mac Studio replacing it with pretty much right. the same panel. Yeah. I, I think, to me, the product line, it, it makes sense. Like, you know, the iMac is colorful and for receptionist desks and, like, places where you need to have very minimal cords and just, like, very thin, maybe branded, fun. Mm-hmm. And this studio, yeah, is for people who want connectivity. Like, they want ports and stuff. Yeah. And then the Pro is for, like, someone who needs a workstation. Like, a, you know, they're, like, really serious and they'll spend a ton of money. And they need upgradability and new graphics cards. Like, to me, that those make all make sense. Like, they all totally make sense. Uh, I'm, I'm really curious what the sales of the new iMac are like. Because it's one of those things where... It seems like it's kind of universally beloved, like essentially, or especially in the tech crowd, where like, yay, colors are back! Like, this is so cool! Like, they made the right compromises. But I have a hard time thinking it's selling well at all because, like, who's buying it besides receptionists? I guess because all the people that may buy it. Sh- 
should probably just buy a MacBook yeah. Air. You know what I mean? I mean? Like laptops are just so much more I think that like they popular. Partly make the, that product for that purpose. So like when when they announced yeah. it, you know, like we, I was talking to some people from Apple and you know, like in meetings and also on a podcast, and they they kept using that example of like mm. hotel mm-hmm. reception desks and stuff like that. Like yeah. they are genuinely proud uh, of of the idea that like people are happy to put their computer right there in front it's of awesome. everyone you know nothing else is like it no yeah. it's like colorful yeah. it can be like yeah. in a it's like part of an interior design decision i haven't you know? seen it's like, many in that environment but the ones that i've seen a few in some places and the ones that i have seen i'm like this looks so much better than what it was replacing yeah it's you like know? striking mm-hmm. yeah especially if someone is able to like get one that color wise that matches what they've got going on but otherwise interior designers are specking these things like crazies in cafes or whatever right it's like oh here's this you know like here's a salmon colored thing that goes with my interior wallpaper you know it's like (laughs) it's so nice i did see something funny recently though i was in a hotel and they had the older imax and i've seen this before so i recommend people take a look at this if they're in like hotel environments and stuff because the imac is too high on its regular stand, even though I th- think it's too low, it's too high when it's on a reception mm-hmm. desk because it. Oh, because you can't see over it. It will block the eye line, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've seen this a few times yeah, where yeah. someone has cut the stand, like they've like <laughs> cut it and then like welded it to a smaller stand, and then they <laughs> really? angle it up. Oh man! <laughs> so you can look at it and you can see like where the old stand has clearly been cut off right like uh-huh. like what would be the, i'm trying to think of the, what you would use like an angle grinder or something <laughs> it's actually cut i mean you could disassemble this thing you could take well, the stand i've off. seen this multiple times i was just in a re- <laughs> i was just in a hotel that uh dan you have stayed in uh, do you remember when where matt got married in Dallas, uh-huh. that hotel the jewel oh uh, i was just there vaguely. like a week ago because we got waylaid in dallas for an evening ah and uh, I was at the reception desk, and they that was the place where I where I just saw it. Like they they cut the <laughs> foot off and like welded oh. it to another foot, which was lower, so they could bring it right down. And so it's effectively like the screen at the angle that they oh, want is just no. like looking right up at them, you know? Yeah. Wow. And it was just like such a funny well. thing to see of like. Surely, why don't you just get the Vaser ones? Like, there must have yeah. been a yeah, better yeah. option There's, than what you can disassemble here. it. It's yeah. possible they put it together. Yeah. Well. I will say, uh, seeing the studio display now makes me really want to have a computer without a chin. Like, the chin is now offensive to me. <laughs> seeing as it just should have like been. if you just no, look are nice. looking at the display. Yeah, On the I don't iMac, know. I, it's nice. Mine's yellow. It looks great. I love seeing nice? the yellow. Something that's so so. Here's what I, I my favorite Apple computer is the uh, I I don't remember the proper name for it, but it's the you know the Sunflower Mac with the half sphere base with the the floating display above it. iMac G4, and they could they could still do that. Like I would much rather have the computer in a base instead of a chin with like this free floating display on a the best arm they've ever built mm-hmm. for a display. Uh certainly well, I don't the most, know. I'll like, let you know in a couple of weeks. <laughs> when, right? <laughs> Cuz I've got the, you know, I I sprang for the $400 adjustable arm so. I'll, but on it's the next funny episode, like I'll, I'll report the, back. The Mac Studio is a pretty like hefty, nice like looking base. Like mm-hmm. that could be the the base of a uh, all in one computer that is that is designed in the same way as the iMac G4. Where it's like right, you but have you this did base. just say a minute ago how nice it was to decouple the display. No, the I, it is. I'm saying if they went iMac Pro, I right. would rather that you than rather chin. This? Yeah, yeah. The only thing about that though is like. I don't know if I want the computer that close to me, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I like having the computer. I like the idea of having the computer away, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. not loud. It's yeah. Cause that's the thing. These, uh, these Mac studios, they, for people reviewing them, they have like audible fans, like the whole time, which is mm. really weird to me. Not mm. good. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why the screen got decoupled from the computer, right? Like in the 90s or whatever. And so I think it just makes a lot of sense that Mm -hmm. that's the way it is. I Um, did just see one of those iMac G4s as well, though, because I was in Stephen's, saw Stephen's collection in Memphis. And uh, that iMac G4 is a great looking computer. I I think it might be my favorite Apple design ever. Yeah. No, I got, I mean, I got decoupled and then I got recoupled. Yes. Like with the iMac in 1997 or whatever. Like it's, there's, the trade-offs are obvious where it's like you're, Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you lose all modularity, which is a super bummer, but the trade-off is you get this, like, neat little package that has everything, and you don't have to, like, worry about anything externally. Uh-huh. Except, uh, except, except, except you do have to worry about fan noise, overheating, and, like, putting your SD card behind your screen. Like... Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm, I'm with you. And that's why I think that's why I'm leaning towards there never being like an iMac Pro again is Mm. it's like they were really kind of shoehorning like proness into what was meant to be like this consumer friendly, like all in one package. Yeah, so they did it. I feel like they They, did it. They did it. I feel like this is what it should be. I mean, not that, not, I think the studio should not be exactly how it is, but in terms of just like the the really high level, like how do these things go together? It makes a ton of sense. I feel like that studio should have a cool way where you can like mount it really easily in lots of ways. Like that would be the cool thing to do. Like a modular, like mounted sideways, hanging onto your disc. Uh Uh, you know, have it piggyback on the back of an of a Apple monitor. Have it like, <laughs> you know, like it should have maybe like a little, it should just have lots of like ways that you can do that. And then have a custom like Apple really awesome hub that like either integrates with the monitor or is like below it in a cool way. Like to me, that's what a studio is. It's like yeah, really useful, but not, you know, a $10,000 Mac Pro with wheels. But right, it's just right. like a really flexible thing. Um, And just like the Mac mini is like the Mac mini kind of is like that in some ways where it's like, here's this little tiny thing and you can like put it on a cart and roll it around or whatever. Right. I think, I think that's what it wants to be. So I think it's fair to say that, you know, we have done, been doing this show for years now up to episode 78. Our last episode received the most amount of follow-up that I think we've ever generated (laughs) (laughs) which is all temperature related Uh, all temperature related follow-up and uh in our document here somebody has put in a tweet from steven ango who has made a proposal for a temperature scale for us which dan thought that i quote is not bad um, <laughs> and Steven, by, by Steven, the way, Stephen is a friend. Okay, so, <laughs> that's the effusive praise Stephen. that you get from Dan. Stephen's suggestion is freezing is zero degrees, room temperature is fifty degrees, extreme heat is a hundred degrees, and boiling is two hundred and twenty-two point two two degrees on this scale. Yeah, I think I actually, uh, I think I might actually prefer the uh, the counter proposal from Alex Padilla. I'm okay. gonna guess is how it's said. Uh, I should maybe bleep that he didn't give permission to say his name. <laughs> I mean, uh, if your it's name on Twitter, if you send it in over Twitter and your name I is guess. there, like I think it's fine. It's That's public. fair. That's fair. Yeah. So his proposal was just Celsius times five. So freezing is still zero, comfortable, 100 degrees. Uh, it's hot outside, 150, and then boiling is a clean 500. I kind of like this one. Huh. So it's like, a, it's what we talked about last episode where 100 is the goal for like, this is perfect temperature. And that's yeah. what you kind of uh, revolve yeah. around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. It's pretty clean. It's pretty clean. I like it. I mean, <laughs> either of those are better than what exists. Let's be yes. clear about that. Without yeah. shadow of a doubt. I think that's I think everybody has universally agreed this. What I do like about Stefan's is his extreme heat at a hundred degrees translates to hundred and thirteen degrees Fahrenheit, which is 
that it's basically true. is kind of the max of like how hot it would ever That's get true. kind of outside like in the desert or whatever. I would like to apologize for saying Stephen when it's definitely... Yeah. Right. I, <laughs> well, I you're used to saying Stephen and then you made me say Stephen. Yeah, I agree with that that it's like the extreme heat part being 100 because that really does feel like so that's the difference right 100 to me is like that is on like you cannot deal with that Uh where in alex's 150 you can still deal with it right yeah this this 150 and alex's doesn't really i don't really have much of a connection to that uh, because it's like translates to 86 <laughs> degrees. Because it's like, what is that? 45 even? degrees Celsius would be 225 degrees on Alex's scale. And yeah, that's Guys, what is it's f- a joke. It was a joke scale. It was a joke because it's times five. <laughs> like that's the, that's the main crux of it. It's well, like that's a, not a joke. It's just a good, it's like a it's a good rule of thumb, you know, <laughs> yeah. but you don't need it. This becomes the thing that rules of thumb are based around. See, that's the thing. We don't need a trick to remember the scale. Because it will become the scale. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say this. Okay. Stevens' uh, emoji breakdown is really the uh, yep. the real innovation here. Yep. In <laughs> Snowflake, sunshine, chili pepper, dead. Skull. Yeah. Skull. Yeah. I read I mean, that as dead, but it's skull. We need it. Yeah. It needs to be a bubble, though. Bubble. I also wonder if... Did he... Because it was two 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 two, do you? I guess it's just the boiling landed at two 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 two, and that's just he's calling it. I just love that, like the symmetries of the two 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 two, and everything. Yeah. Two scale. Yeah, yeah. It, I like pretty. the attached Google Sheet as well. To the I studio. know he he is thorough. He's a thorough. He's a thorough designer. <laughs> this, man. Like this is probably the best looking Google Sheet. I've ever seen from like yeah. a font and color choice. Yeah. 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 New designers, you know. Yeah, well, he runs a really cool company, Luby. Um, oh, I know that company. Him and Jesse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know them. Yeah, no. Yeah. He knows what he's he knows what he's doing. Well so Yeah, so we how are we gonna make this happen? We just I start, feel like it needs a website. Between the three of us something. we just start referring to temperatures this way. And we just yeah. start this is like a groundswell movement, you know. I don't know if we have time for this if we want to get into it but seeing that we've just solved temperature yeah. i'm curious if we're interested in tackling daylight saving time oh i will also say i know i everyone heard you congratulations you're smart and you said it right i say daylight savings okay. time because it's just easier to say and yeah that's what i've always said and i yes. had to make a real effort don't, to say don't, it right don't don't give in don't give in to people that are like oh it's daylight saving. no it's fine everyone calls it daylight savings time it's just what we call it it's if called you don't culture, like guys. it yeah like, if you don't like it you know what i'm saying well, it's not like you can't fathom I, what i mean we don't all need to be perfect and correct all the time i appreciate the leeway in case i case i get it wrong later no i think we should oh, just yeah. stand it on calling it daylight savings time yeah but i have I'll, a question I'm fine with that what is the european and uk stance on daylight saving time i know it you did it too um <laughs> i <laughs> everyone gets noted around here. <laughs> my issue with daylight savings time is that <laughs> america does it at a different time to Europe. So mm-hmm. we are not in it. Of the yet. year. Of the year is what you mean. Both okay. times. They're different they're on different dates. Mm. So okay. you go is it you go forward now, right? So you we go we, it's we spring. Just, I mean it's just, just timed did, with yeah. the equinoxes, I think, right? No. Uh, because I think it you is. do it two weeks before we do. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you're wrong. No, I believe right that it was changed. I think during the Obama administration, you moved when you did it. It used to be at the same time as everywhere else there, in the world. It's March, America March changed. 13th and November 6th. Why this is year. this why is this a week off the equinox? Like, why would we do that? Okay, I sense. believe <laughs> I believe it was something to do with Halloween. I am not kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. I, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. moved so we, for Halloween, yes. I think, yes. during Which the Obama administration. So thanks, Smart. Obama. Thanks, Obama. For making <laughs> my that, life but harder. But that makes sense. No, it's... But that but, makes sense. Well, whatever. I mean, it's all arbitrary and it's stupid safer. anyway. It's stupid. It's safer. 
It's safer. It's all stupid. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of it. I just think. I mean, so, so look, what if do we you, wanna what go do you far, want to do? I have like a bold thing where I don't even think we should have time zones, but like this is a thing oh, that like, might be going. I a love bit that. Well, mine, <laughs> mine, mine, is, uh, mine is also bold in that I think we should change how time works. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> what have we got then? What is it? Well, uh, so just as a little bit of a precursor. <laughs> I <thought> I <laughs> No, it's it's not that extreme actually, but I f- I feel the same way about uh um this daylight savings oh I did it there daylight savings time stuff yep. as I felt with the temperature stuff where I have the same feeling as why is everyone so confident in their position? Like, why is there no nuance here? It's like everyone just digs their heels in and the thing that they think is the best. And it's like, clearly... So to, the three options are... Like, the three broad options are, like, move to standard time permanently, move to daylight saving time permanently, or keep what we have where you're switching back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it seems like everyone's kind of chosen a side and then... That's just it. That's the end of the uh, the discussion. Um, and so it, it seems a lot like the temperature thing where it's like, oh, come on. We can probably design something that is uh, better than all these. Well, so, let's hear it. Let's hear so it. So my proposal, which is, is like pr- ridiculous and doesn't and falls down in so many ways. But uh, like th- to me, the general premise of s- having the uh, the time shift an hour back and forth is rooted in a good idea where it's like let's shuffle the daylight around so we're not waking up you know it's not the sun is not rising at nine o'clock and you know the sun is not setting at four o'clock like let's cut let's try to shuffle things around but i think the thing and i think generally speaking people like that i think the thing that people don't like is losing an hour of sleep that one day a week uh when it changes i don't think they mind gaining the hour of sleep on the other end but so what i would propose is basically uh like boiling a frog where you just add or subtract 20 seconds or so to each day so like that hour (laughs) is this is definitely more simple you're right (laughs) uh that that uh the hour is like slowly uh distributed over that time period and it kind of waxes and wanes back and forth just a little bit at a time instead of like a sudden like one hour uh shift thoughts <laughs> okay that is an impossible an impossible so wait, so thing. people who try to catch like trains in a city they're just like gonna be 40 seconds like so you would have to have complex. you would have to have you know it's completely ridiculous but you would have to have like universal like worldwide agreement so mike maybe this actually connects to like everyone is on the same clock but yeah. what got me like thinking as ridiculous as this idea is what made me think like oh i wonder if this actually in the future could be possible is how we are slowly transitioning towards clocks and timekeeping units that are connected to the internet it's like my phone Mm -hmm. never displays the wrong time like i don't have to set the time on my apple watch i don't have to set the time on my phone so it's like the more we have internet connected clocks then it Mm -hmm. becomes more feasible to uh change time in that way to where stuff just isn't becoming it's like oh the clock on my uh you know, microwave is 10 minutes slow now because it's not connected to the internet. But uh, it's like you could there you could envision a future where it's actually possible to execute something like this because uh, you're never setting clocks anyway. They're kind of always in sync with some central timekeeping uh, base. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, possible. I just feel like the thing people want is they want to wake up in the sun when the sun's here and not it being super dark i feel like and i just feel like all this stuff i i think people actually care more about the evening i don't actually i'd be interested to know but i feel like people want it to say lighter later this is this whole thing where like because there's this legislation now right which is Mm -hmm. i think in the senate in the u.s where the idea is that it's just abolished and we stick to 
that now there's like mm-hmm. I'm seeing this Twitter revolt of like, what about the people who like to work? You know, it's like you know, it's like you were saying. Yeah, like, it, it, yeah. there's and, an and, argument and, on both, <laughs> both sides. Yes, of this. And, and also like uh, they live in different locations on planet Earth, which mm-hmm. like feature different. Uh, you know, times when the sun is uh, setting and rising. And so it's like, and and then also it's just like, whether you have children or not, like it can ha- have a big uh, difference on how you feel about this. It's like, yeah. I can understand not wanting to like take your children to school in the dark or whatever. Uh, or <laughs> it's funny, like now it's like <laughs> my son like goes to bed pretty early and he likes start by his request uh is wearing like an eye mask uh to to block out the uh, sun because it's like still light outside but if you're like a grown adult and you don't have kids like of course you want it to stay like lighter so you can kind of hang outside and stuff so uh i I like no right answer like it feels oppressive to be like to getting dark Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. here's my thing right because I'm, I'm sorry, Dan. This I don't even understand what this twenty seconds thing is. I don't. I, don't, I cannot conceive of what you're asking uh, so, for. Ju- okay, just imagine the hour. Like we spring forward an hour, or we spring back an hour. Imagine that hour is split up and distributed over the six months uh, time. So it's like instead of an hour all at once, it's okay. like twenty seconds or so a day. It just keeps shifting like slowly. What I mean, do you do the- about literally every clock? I just said no, so when they're all internet No, but they're not going to be, right? Like, that's not Yeah, I mean, it's, I fully acknowledge this is like a ridiculous proposal. Right. Well, the, by the way, to really, to really make everyone sad is there's literally no reason why you should ever have to even set your, like, microwave or oven clock because there's a thing called a real-time clock chip. And what it does is it has a little thing, a radioactive thing, and it does decaying slowly. And so it keeps time really accurately. And so you set the UTC time at, like, at uh, when you make the chip. And then mm-hmm. it literally never, it's like always knows the time. And so it's just cheapness that we have to set any clock mm. ever, unless it's like a wind-up watch or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it the technology already exists to have time that never is wrong. But... um. But yeah, I mean, I feel the advantage of having this global system where time can be like slowly ramped up or down is you have a lot of flexibility on like, you could do more than an hour, you could do, you could scale that over six hours or over into Mm -hmm. the summer, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that people have more daylight or whatever, Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. And then all this debates of like time zones and, uh, and like, whether a state does or does not have, you know, daylight saving times, a lot of that could get kind of mushed away if there was this kind of time system. But I mean, the nice thing is there is a, there is a UTC, there is universal coordinated time or, you know, it's like, it's, it exists. So here is my suggestion. Yeah, let's hear it. No time zones anymore. Mm -hmm. There is just time. Mm -hmm. And we just live our lives. You just learn to adapt to it's like, oh, 3 a.m. is when I eat dinner normally. Yeah. And that's like, you just kind of get used to that. Yeah. And then everyone's on the same time. And then yeah. you can live by the sun if you like, you know? The crypto world, the crypto world certainly likes being on UTC like time because it kind of never stops, you know? It's like global. And so everything's always set in like UTC. Yeah, but then everyone's um, which, doing a calculation. That's not helpful. You know what I mean? You but could, that's what you have to do. Well, no, no but that's what you're talking about. No, I'm, you're no what about I'm talking UTC. about is there's no, compl- there's no, like, this time means this time, right? That's no, what no, you're no, doing. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not. UTC is like, it's like, you don't have to, you just would stop converting it to your time. So you would just say UTC time, which right now it's like 648. I get a glorious UTC. six months of the year where I don't need to do that anyway. Yeah, because you're yes. right on it. Right? I am yeah, in the actual the, correct you're in time the empire. zone, GMT. That's the <laughs> yeah. time zone. I like that. You know, it's just funny to me. You know, it's called UTC. We could just call it GMT, which is what it is. You know, true. Greenwich true. Mean it's Time, true. based upon Greenwich here in London. That's okay. right. I you know Americans you like your to call country it still UTC. ran the world, Mike. Well, hey, you know, we got the right time. I, I don't know what I can tell you. you know, we're in the perfect place. And you Americans want to call it something else? Call it UTC. What do I have to do to get the crypto community to center around GMT? <laughs> what do I have to do? I don't know. If you'll be able to stand in the village square banging your GMT. <laughs> <hand>. <laughs> hey, everyone. 
<laughs> I have a better suggestion. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> a modest proposal. <laughs> anyway, look, we solved it already, right? GMT. Yeah. Everyone should just live on GMT. Perfect. That's right. What do you think yep. of the uh of the of the time kind of uh squiggling around to uh adapt to the sun? Are you are you on board with that or no? What do you mean? Like what I was saying, have it shift, <laughs> have the daylight <laughs> no, savings shift. That, that, My idea that, is what I'm talking about. <laughs> we we yeah. have forgotten no, I, about this. No, because I'm this saying, twenty I, second I, increment I, thing is madness <laughs> what you were proposing. Well it think about like, it. <laughs> like all that all that matter to me, the only thing that matters is that one year is one revolution of the earth around the sun. But I feel like and then a day, you know, you want it to be uh, the Earth rotating once. Why? But I feel like you can, uh, because I think if you didn't, if you divided it up in another way, it would get. Well, th- I mean, this is what I'm talking. That that calculation is what I'm talking about. Fudging to get the sunlight to kind of be where you want it to be. And so, I'm saying. Time should be squiggly and squishy, and you should be able to change it as you Wait, see so fit. I want to just confirm: you are basically hoping to change the length of a day by twenty yes. seconds. Yes, but it, but not. He's a, it, it, he's it, a daylight savings time maximalist. Okay, would, he, he doesn't want two changes a year. He wants like a thousand changes. <laughs> yeah, little, change. little uh, boiling a frog. Sixty-five changes a year is what Dan's yeah. looking for. Yeah, I mean, I, I to me, so like when you when you have people that really hate daylight savings time, I feel like the hate is all directed towards one specific thing and that's springing forward one hour one day a year right i think these people only exist because of twitter (laughs) i don't think anyone hates daylight savings time they just like to be (laughs) vocal on twitter (laughs) i don't think they actually exist (laughs) 20 seconds a day yeah just slow boil the frog slowly and then no one will be angry the daylight adjustment number or yeah the dan for sure. Yeah. Oh, oh I see. This is all go. coming around. I like it. I'm not quite sure that this whole daylight savings time Dan business is going to have quite the same reaction, feedback reaction as the temperature. <laughs> I expect a reaction. I don't expect it to be, hey, I have an idea how to Somebody, I hey, challenge maybe. the audience, beat my proposal, come up with something better. I already have, up. I think. Just no, get rid of it we all. We work together. We work together. But I that don't... doesn't solve the fundamental problem of the like everyone wants sunlight yeah like, that is a problem for sure i think yeah, mine yeah. helps that because then it's no. like how does it the, help that because the idea of all. going to work at nine won't be a thing anymore so you just go no, to work at the point when it's light no, for you there's still your your oh, school would wait, still start at a specific time wait so you're not would, you're <laughs> saying get rid of time <laughs> no, no there is just one time yeah but that right. doesn't change but that yeah. doesn't change um, that doesn't change the fact that the sun is just like, we need to be able to respond more dynamically to when the sun rises in the day and yeah, how much and that's, sun that, there is. This is like, why I think my system will help this. Because well, no, it's not a system. Yeah, you're yeah. just proposing, you're proposing remove, inflexibility. We remove the, the, the clock from the equation of this. And but you can't we start living our lives by daylight. Okay, so 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 that, school. So my yeah, kids' what time school, school is going to start, start like the sun between ever? this time and this time. It's this time <laughs> between this time and this like this month and this month. You can't start now. This month and this oh, month. Oh, that seems wor- that's worse. No, this that's is great. Worse. This is great. No. This is the way to do it. <laughs> that's way I'm more on. I'm on board with. Uh, but you're going to be in this problem when your Senate kicks this one into gear. And what are you going to do? Then everyone's going to get real upset because daylight savings time will change, and then everyone's going to be going to school. Wait, aren't in the they dark. making it permanent? Aren't they making they're, it permanent? Yeah, they're making it permanent. So, so what does that mean then? That it will always that be brighter that, at night? Uh, no, it's uh, this is where I kind of lose track of. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, uh, here's what I do know is. They've done this before in the past as an experiment, and everyone hated it. 
<laughs> they thought they would like it and then they ended up hating it because it creates weird side effects like we talked about where it's like oh it's nine o'clock it's and the sun days. hasn't risen yet uh so yeah. we'll see if this ends up passing like what it the next year is like but i have a feeling there's gonna be some weirdness all i care about is i just want this two week span to go away so however you end up doing it over there, go for it. Because I have one week in the winter and two weeks in the spring where everything's messed up for me. So like we started recording today an hour earlier for me than normal. Oh. Right? Oh, well, yeah. It's yeah. worse mm. later on. That at least that's only a one-week period. I'd start everything an hour later. Mm. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. want you all over there to just do something <laughs> that makes my I life easier. I bet what's going to happen. I bet it'll be permanent, mm-hmm. and then everyone will not like it, and maybe something better will be proposed. But there's no way. Maybe, but, but it's not like my thing. problem then, right? Because then it's your problem, you know? Because we'll yeah. be starting at a time that's weird, but it's like, well, your it's country your changed problem, it, so though, now bro. you have to work with it on my clock. I'll make you fix the <laughs> mic. It's, it's a universal mic time, which is coming up real soon. Yeah, or I'm just. I feel like, I'm getting what? a lot of like Hamilton King vibes from Mike right now. You know, like Whoa, just have it my way. <laughs> what about Mister Twenty Seconds over there? <laughs> He's proposing his own temperature scale, his own time scale. That's well, this began. Let's see what the people have to say. At iMike on no, Twitter. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not what I wanted. wanted. It's not all coming to me. Thoroughly Considered is a joint production between Relay FM and Studio Neat. You can find out more about this episode by going to relay.fm slash tc slash 78.